You're listening to the Northwestern Campus Ministry Podcast from Northwestern College in Orange City, Iowa. Northwestern Campus Ministry exists to send students out as those rooted, built up, and established in Christ for God's glory and for the sake of the world. Thanks for listening and enjoy this recent message from our Christian Formation Program. You guys may be seated, and as you do, would you please join me in welcoming up our SOS crew? Good morning, everyone. My name is Emma Weersma. And my name is Caitlin Harms. And today, or we are the SOS coordinators for this school year. And today we're so excited to share about what Summer of Service is, what its purpose is, and hear stories from past SOSers. Yeah, so what is Summer of Service? Um, Summer of Service is a program run by Campus Ministry, which seeks to prepare students to be culturally competent Christian servants in the world. Uh, We do this by enabling students to spend six to eight weeks of their summer serving alongside people already engaged in Christian mission somewhere else in the world, somewhere outside of the student's current cultural context. Yeah, this past summer, we had 14 students go to Greece, Alaska, Romania, Louisiana, Indonesia, and Egypt. Please turn your attention to the screen as we'll hear from a few of these students. I'm Emma Jenis. I'm a nursing major, and I went to North Africa this summer. Okay, one way I saw God working this summer um, was just through the conversations we had with um, specifically Muslim believers. We were told before we went there by the missionaries there to not to expect to have any or very few gospel-related conversations with them, um, but God really provided uh, with several opportunities to share the gospel with them, and um, they just showed interest and asked questions, and yeah, God was really working in their hearts and in their minds um, in those conversations. My name is Megan Nichols. I am a junior elementary education major, and I spent my summer in Opelousas, Louisiana. One of my prayers for the summer was that God would let the people there um, trust me, even as an outsider, um, which can be tough, and so I was really worried about it. But um, the more students I got in contact with, the more um, God aligned my experiences to the kids, which allowed for deep relationship building and definitely was an answered prayer. My name is Abigail Clark. I'm a biology health professions major, and this summer I went to Athens, Greece. This summer I saw God working in the leaders of Helping Hands as they cared for the refugees and me. Uh, I think they really showed me what it was like to spread God's love to others. My name is Avery Cosbeek. I am an elementary education major and I served in New Orleans, Louisiana. One thing that I will never forget from this summer was just the amount of kids that I grew relationships with and the different interns I got to meet. Um, Yeah, they're just people that um, just shine the light of Jesus and people that I will never forget. Um, Something I will never forget was one of my students I met on my first day Um, We became very close right away. She's 15, middle high schooler, a lot of trouble. But (laughs) she um, didn't really show up to the ministry when she was supposed to or um, come around a lot. We usually hung out like after hours. Um, But whenever I dropped her off or she didn't show up, I would text her and say, I love you and I'm proud of you. And then, um, yeah, she never answered. (laughs) She would never answer me, but... um, when I was leaving Opelousas, she texted me and said, Miss Megan, I love you and I'm proud of you. And I cried. Something I never will forget from this summer is teaching the Afghan and Iranian woman how to dance 
the joy on their faces as they were able to dance and be comfortable around us was something really special to me. If someone is interested in an SOS, I would just say that if um, God opens that door for you, you should just listen to Him, be obedient, and do it. I just want to tell you that going to a new place, leaving the familiar, and meeting new people, and going through hardships and experiencing joys, it's all very worth it. And um, you will grow in deeper relationship with Christ, and you will learn about Him in new ways. And in these ways, He can and will be glorified. And so it may sound like a leap to make the decision to go, but it's worth it. And I would just encourage you to pray about it. And if you still feel led in any way after that, God will um, guide you wherever you're meant to be and whatever you're meant to be doing. So. Awesome. Now I'm going to introduce some of our student speakers that are up here with us. Uh, each will be sharing a short story uh, from their summer. So first up, we have Emma Hansen. She spent her summer in Alaska. Um, she traveled to the remote Echo Ranch Bible Camp where she served as a camp counselor. If you could welcome her with a round of applause. Monday morning had arrived, bright and early for those of us who had enjoyed sleeping in over the past few days. However, as we all began to assemble in the dining hall, the anticipation of a new week of camp was slowly building. High schoolers were coming this week, and we were excited for late nights, deep talks, getting to throw different colors of paint at each other during our paint war, and food that wasn't chicken nuggets or hot dogs, like what we had with our younger campers the week before. After a hearty breakfast and prayer, we all piled onto our boat, the Blondina, and set out for the end of the road to meet and pick up our campers. The excitement continued to build as we unloaded and prepared for our campers to arrive. Once all eight of our campers arrived, my co-counselor, whom we all called by her last name, Bowman, and I both realized that we had a diverse group of girls. From our observations and short conversations with them, we noticed that some of them were solid in their faith, some were not, some were in the middle, and some didn't even want to be there. For one of our campers, this week was their first time at Echo Ranch. This specific girl was very quiet and would not say anything to Bowman or me unless we directly asked her something. She was quite artistic and would spend lots of time quietly drawing. As the week went on, Bowman and I observed that God was trying to break through to her. In chapel and other instances, she would often become overwhelmed and need to find a quiet place. This resulted in Bowman or I sitting with her and trying to get her to talk about what was going on, which was unsuccessful. We kept trying to find ways to connect with her and open up about the wrestling she was dealing with. Eventually, as the week was coming to a close, Bowman and I came to the difficult conclusion that we were not going to be able to have the conversation we wanted to have with this girl and had to surrender it to God. On the last full day of camp, the chapel speaker presented the gospel once again in both the morning and evening chapels, sharing the bad news of sin in the morning and following it with the good news of Christ's saving sacrifice in the evening. After the evening chapel, we returned to our cabin for discussion. Our discussion was good, and all the girls participated in it, except our quiet girl. After our discussion ended and we were preparing to go to the campfire, this girl finally opened up to Bowman and asked how she could rebuild her relationship with Christ. Next up, we're going to have Annika Stecker. Uh, she spent her summer in Egypt with pioneers, and she worked uh, running a children's camp and uh, with refugees. 
It is over 100 degrees outside in the city that we are living and working in, in Egypt. For the past four weeks, we had been planning and running a summer camp at the local American school in this city for both Christian and Muslim kids. The first summer camp to ever be in this city. As a part of the camp, we played games in the mornings when it was cooler. We did crafts and other activities in the afternoons in the classroom. And we were able to teach them about God through um, going through the fruits of the Spirit with them. But talking about Jesus or evangelizing in any way was considered illegal in, is considered illegal in Egypt. So on this particular day, it was just past lunchtime, and the kids at the summer camp really needed to go inside for a break from the heat, and to be honest, we did too. <laughs> we, thankfully, we had colored sheets of paper inside our classroom that we had bought the week before, so um, last minute, we decided an impromptu craft. Um, it would be a good idea to make paper airplanes with the kids. And many of the kids had never made paper airplanes before. Um, so each of our six team members sat down with a group of students to show them how to fold paper airplanes. Um, at my table, sweet Layla, Yehia, Mahmoud, Jesse, and Anne, uh, they really struggled to follow along as they attempted to mimic the folds that I was making in the paper. And I definitely refolded more than one of their airplanes that day. But even with the lopsided folds and the uneven corners, um, each of those kids looked at their creation with pride and even asked to decorate them with markers and sign their names on them. Once we were finished, we went back outside, crossed the turf field in the middle of the school, and then climbed to the third floor to launch our airplanes. And screams of delight filled my ears as they watched those airplanes soar or more often than not, flop to the ground. Um, but they didn't seem to care. Uh, they just kept wanting to go back up and down those three flights of stairs. Got a lot of walking in that day. Their flying creations um, took a, a lot that day. Uh, the tips of all of their planes were bent beyond repair. Um, but one of those times I was walking back up the stairs with Yehia, um, he looked up at me and, and he said, Onika, <laughs> Why do you have to leave Egypt? Uh, I could tell that it was on his mind. I don't, I don't want you to go. Will you please come back one day and visit me? And I looked down at this sweet little eight-year-old Muslim boy that I had grown to love over these past four weeks. And he'd also grown very close to me. And thinking that I would never see him again, not in this life or the next life, made me almost start to cry. I thought back to another Muslim boy, Monir, who had told me that the way to heaven was just by doing good things. And I realized in that moment just how much these kids needed the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I looked down at Yahya, I looked into his eyes and I, I said honestly, I don't know if I will ever be able to come back, but I really want to, buddy. <sighs> I left camp that day and every day after praying that God would allow the seeds that we were planting through teaching them about God, through our relationships with them, through the little ways that we showed love, to grow into the fruit of salvation and that God would send somebody else, probably not me, into Layla, Mahmoud, Yahya, Monir, Malika, Omar, Saif, all of these Muslim kids' lives, so that one day 
that I would be able to see them again in heaven. Thank you guys for sharing. It's really beautiful to see how God used each of you and your unique gifts this summer. Uh, Emma and I were really inspired hearing everyone's stories uh, at the SOS retreat this last year. Uh, so when we went to pick our theme for this coming summer, we decided uh, to focus it on 1 Peter 4.10, which states, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. And our uh, theme for this year is gifted to serve so that God may be praised. Yeah, thank you again, ladies. Um, if any of you are considering your own summer of service, we are having an information meeting uh, this coming Monday, October 10. It'll be at 7 o'clock in Raymaker, and it's just an informal time to um, get your ans or your questions answered, uh, hear about the logistics of summer of service. Um, Patrick, Caitlin, myself, and past SOSers will be there to just chat with you. Um, this doesn't commit you to anything. It's just a great way to learn more. Um, yeah, and you might have seen the announcements starting to go around campus. Uh, the applications for SOS this next summer are opening today and will be open until November 11th. Uh, so feel free to apply if you're interested at all um, and or reach out to Emma or Patrick or me if you have any questions. Uh, lastly, just, would you pray with me to close? Dear God, I thank you for this time this morning to learn about how you have worked in these students' lives this past summer. Thank you for using them as your hands and feet to show your love around the world. I pray that they will not soon forget these experiences um, and that they will be able to look back and see your hand at work um, and that the people that they worked with God, those seeds that they planted, I pray that uh, you would continue to help those grow and bring people into their lives to continue to help them. I pray for any students who may be considering going on an SOS this next summer. Uh, that you would give them the courage to take a few steps of faith uh, so that they might experience you this summer in a whole new way. Uh, I thank you, God. We love you. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You're dismissed.